0: Hi, and welcome to Unlimited, the podcast platform that gives voice to remarkable mothers and women from the Arab world to inspire, engage and drive growth. In a limited perspective series, we welcome inspiring women and mothers who embrace life with innovative perspectives and whose missions and achievements are making a mark. We're proud to welcome today Sarah Mohammed, founder of NISA Soul. Sarah is a corporate veteran, a seasoned entrepreneur, a startup mentor. And an investment advisor. Ten years ago, she embarked on a journey of self discovery. Yoga and meditation practice helped her to experience firsthand the impact of balance and well being on the work environment. This led her to create Nisa Soul on a mission to help corporates and entrepreneurs to focus on well being and bring balance into the boardroom by cultivating a healthy lifestyle focused on inner work. So let's welcome Sarah and learn how to find the real recipe for balance and well being in life and in the workplace. Hi, Sarah, and welcome to Unlimited. Is it okay if I simply call you
1: Sarah? Sarah in in Arabic means uh, uh, good fortune, you know, something that brings good news, good fortune, and of course, in Hebrew and Christianity, it means princess, you know. We're so that's the reason so why, you know, when, when, when people tell me, I said, please just call me Sarah. You know, it feels good.
0: Sounds perfect. So Sarah it is. And as we were saying, thank you so much for joining us today and welcome to Unlimited.
1: Daniel, thank you so much. Thank you very much, very much for inviting me. And uh, let's, uh, I would like to, first of all, I went through your website, your mm-hmm. unlimited and amazing, you know, and uh, I saw the podcast with Asila tar as well. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she's an amazing, uh, inspiring, uh, you know, woman as well. And she's come through a long way. Um, and and what you guys are doing, you know, just capturing the the essence of a woman, and, and 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 you know because people forget actually that that women uh, we are we are so dynamic uh, as we handle too many things you know and and we try to give our best to our personal lives and even our corporate lives you see uh, and that's not an easy uh, an easy task and 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 did and Personal life is also work for us. Uh, it's it's a twenty four seven work, you know, at least for corporate we have time limitations. But for our our personal lives, there, there's no time limitations. And we need to continuously juggle, juggle, you know. Uh, you, you you can't be systematic and, and you cannot be also like, okay, I I've seen many women. They, they put reminders, they put tasks on their fridge. Believe me, they always go wrong and they end up becoming so frustrated and, and out of balance uh, because they do that. You see, because it's all about your mindset. So if you train your mind to multitask, then don't do these things too much. Do it as a priority. And your priori- our priority changes on on daily basis Momentarily, every minute, every hour, our priority. It's not like okay, tomorrow I will prioritize one, two, three, four. Believe me, in the by the time the evening comes, something else will happen. Maybe in your personal life, and you will have no choice but to change that priority again. So instead of of frustrating yourself and trying to adhere to all these systematic ways of doing things, just be open to adaptability, to change, and just be open, you know, to the to knowing that last moment, things can change and things can happen. So when you have trained yourself like that from the beginning, then you don't take too much of anxiety and stress. That's all. So that's what I always tell women, you know, because ultimately, we have to manage ourselves as well, Daniel, right? Uh, uh, we need to make sure we are, we are, we are, our mind is healthy, our body is healthy, our soul is aligned with us. There are so many things that happens to us as well, and we should never forget ourselves. So that's why to manage our stress levels it's the best thing to do is that because we are multitask already and we take upon ourselves a lot on our shoulders, we do take a lot, you know, so we are the superwomen. I mean, there, there's no other interpretation for a woman. We are super women, women, you know, because we do everything and we try to justify everything. And in the midst of all this, we forget ourselves. So all I say is to all the women out there, please do not forget yourself. Don't overstress yourself with too much of, of uh, systematic ways of working. Be adaptable and change because our priorities change accordingly.
0: Wow, Sarah, that's quite an opening. But for the listeners who don't know yet who you are and what you do, we heard in the intro about you being a director, an accomplished CEO, an entrepreneur, and a mother. But tell us in your own words, who is Sarah?
1: I think Sarah is a fixer. <laughs> uh, Sarah is dynamic. Sarah is this. Sarah is passionate. Sarah is loyal. And, and I asked myself really who I am. Because you, you, how, do you, how do you have an answer for who really you are? You know, uh, you have an answer by looking at your past and picking up things from your past that has constantly uh, happened automatically without you thinking about it. Because that identifies really who you are, things that you involuntarily you do you know, without much planning, which automatically you leave everything and you just go and do it. So I strongly believe, you know, I'm a fixer, you know, meaning what? If anyone has a problem, you know, and, and, and you come to me, believe me, uh, Daniel, I'll forget everything. I'll forget all my priorities and I will just listen to you and I will try to give you a solution or help you out to think of a solution. And I've done that all through my life. And I remember when I was young in the house, when I was like, you know, 13 years old, 10 years old, I would, if if a plug got spoilt in the house or, you know, I would go and bring my father's toolbox and I would open it. And my mother would be shouting at me because she was so scared that, that, that you know, I will get an electric shock or something like that. If a TV got spoiled, you know, I would go back at the TV, you know, and I would try to see what went wrong. And I will try to dismantle things as if, you know, I'm an electrician or something like that. But but this is the way I was. If I saw something spoiled uh, on the ground, I will pick it up. I will polish it and I will bring it together and convert it into a beautiful uh, item. So I used to do that in schools. I used to do that at home. Uh, and and you know I was I was I was an artist and I used to do a lot of handicrafts. So and all my handicrafts were were done from from things that I would just pick pick up.
0: As you're talking about your childhood, tell us something about uh, the environment where you grew up.
1: Uh, there wasn't much growth, much development, uh, development here. Uh, You know, I used to play in the deserts, uh, for example, you know, Uh, we used to live in Bird Dubai uh, near, uh, near the old museum area uh, in one of those bastakiyas that used to be our home. And, 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 you know, I used to just go with my mother to to you know now they have Al-Sif and all these things this This was not existing before. it was just a, an open beach and you know very close to the residence and you would just walk uh, there was a, a, a small road in between you know that you had to you had to cross uh, so once we uh, you know uh, I got married and then i uh, I always wanted to become a petrochemical engineer and um uh, and because uh uh you You had to go to five years to u s and study and all these things uh, My mother got scared you know that I would run away because I was a bit of a, a you know tomboy in that way uh, she, uh, I would challenge all the all the system every time uh cultural system and then she you know that 's why she got me married because she thought you know i would I would run away She said at least if I get her married she can she can do whatever she want to do then. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, that didn't stop me, you know, so um, I went and I studied, uh, you know, about bank and finance uh, at the Emirates Bankers Training Institute that back on the days they had just opened new. And then after that, I started working for Barclays, you know, just as a, as a normal clerical staff, uh, taking care of customers and stuff like that. And then you you built your way through the career. And then I did my MBA when I was pregnant with my daughter. So, uh, uh, with University of Bradford, you know, I did my MBA. Uh, after that, of course, uh, I I I moved. You know, uh, every five years, six years, I would I would change, and that's a very good thing for career progression. That you don't stick around in one place for more than three to four years, even two three years. I think, uh, according to Harvard Business Review, uh, you should at least stick to one career for three years before you start moving to to the next level um uh you know so so that's how you know my corporate uh, world developed and and i had to teach myself because i never went to university i was married from school right but i after 10 years of working in in a bank i qualified to do my mba so so i did my mba and then i, I moved ahead in my career then in and eleven, I did my second range of MBA, you know, I did my executive MBA. So I'm somebody who, 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 who likes, I like to, to, um, to learn, you know, and to teach myself new ways, new things. I have a passion for, for these things. And I think these habits sometimes, um, and I love reading books. So, so these things also kinds of, uh, you know, helps you to formulate lots of things uh, when you're doing plannings, when you're moving forward in your career, even in your, in your personal life. So, so when, when, uh, but then you, you lose sight of yourself. Now I did everything uh, in the, in, in my past career until, you know, 2015, uh, but what I neglected was myself, you see. So, so that's when, when I met with this guru Um, I discovered my potential. I discovered, uh, you know, that my unlimitedness potential, you know, uh, and I discovered the, 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 you know, that actually what I used to call failure in the past actually was not a failure because if it wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have reached where I am today. Right. So that's why I changed. It's just the mindset, you know, so that's why I changed. And I started telling myself, no, Sarah, this was not a failure. It's an experience that helped you to progress and that's what I tell women: Don't be afraid to, uh, to fail. Don't be afraid to fall. Um, you know, just it just takes that moment only where you switch uh, your thought process. Just takes a moments uh, of seconds. Believe that this this no, you know, I'm I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna make sure that I get this thing right this time. That uh, that uh, conviction, you know, really gets you back on your feet uh, and you move forward. Yes, there is sufferings. Yes, there is a struggle. Yes, there is a challenge. And there's so many things because as a woman, we are pulled everywhere, you know, and, and because we are pulled everywhere because we have put ourselves in that, you know, so you are a mother, you are... You are a wife, you might be a grandmother, you are a sister, you are an auntie, you know you are a friend you know so many things uh, that we carry and we and, and and we are very different than men. For us, we take all these things very seriously. In our life, uh, and and we are very emotional about these relationships. Men are very are very systematic, are very st- one-sided ones. You know, they can't do uh, um, uh, multitask. They can't handle multi relationships. You know, between personal and 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 professional, they they have a limitation in doing that. But as women, we are very dynamic. You know, we have the abilities to do that. Who's been
0: your role model, Sarah, and the most influential and inspirational person in your life?
1: My father was, was, uh, was a very uh, influential person in shaping my belief system, actually. So one day when I was working back in the days in the banks, in the early 80s, uh, I, I was very frustrated with one of the managers because I felt in the bank, he always picked up on me and he was very rude to me and i was young and and you know vibrant and i didn't like that and 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 i was like a you know my father always called me his princess right so i would go back to my father and complain and and wanting my father to come with me to the bank and fight with the guy to that that was the purpose right so i go and i and i and i and i'm very angry and upset with, uh, and i go to him and i'm crying uh, I was about 19 years old uh, and then, and then he looks, he looks, uh, you know, I'm complaining about this manager and all this and he looks at me and he smiled, you know, and, and that even frustrated more. And I'm thinking, I'm so, I'm so miserable and all my father is doing, smile. so he's not, you know, usually my father would always fight for me, you know, but this time he was just smiling. He, he, he stood up, he held my hands and and he went to the main door of the house. He opened it up. And he told me, my, my dearest daughter, you have two choices in your life. Okay? You can stay home. You are married already. Your husband can take care of you. But if you have decided to step out, then you are the world. Yeah? So... And I'm thinking, I I looked at him, you know, and I had this frustration on my face. And I'm thinking, what the hell is he talking about? What do you mean by I'm the world? You know, you're not giving, you're not helping. You know, I thought you would just come with me tomorrow or tell me I'm coming tomorrow to talk to your manager and I'll fix him, you know. And And this is what you're telling me. I got so angry, Daniel. I wasn't talking to him for almost a month. I left and I didn't want to see him again. Fast forward, I mean, he, my father passed away very early in the uh, in 90s. Um, and uh, and uh, uh, later on in life, I understood, as women, when we decide we want to be out and about and we want to work, we are really part of a system out there. There's no preferences. When it comes to performance, you are no better or worse than a man you are supposed to deliver and you are supposed to perform uh, and you are part of a system. So you can't say just because you're a woman, you should be treated in, in a certain way. You know, this is a very, a very uh, uh, negative way of, 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 uh, of dealing with, with, uh, with our lifestyle. You know, that's where we come across a lot of uh, situations where we feel the men are favored more than women, where we have these gender issues, we have these issues, that issues. But believe me, it is all to do with our own mindset. Because all my life, I have worked with men all my life, you know. And I never saw that I was not treated fairly because of a man. If I was treated unfairly, it was because of my own lack of performance. It's my lack of inability. So when you bring your your ability and your level of performance to the level the, 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 the corporates, uh, 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 corporations that you work for, all they need to see is performance. So don't bring your, your woman uh, attire to your work. You know, bring your work ethics to work. Empower yourself, learn. That's when I became very passionate about learning and improving myself. So I, so I took them as my benchmark. I didn't take them as my competitions. I took them as my benchmark. And I, was, I started bringing myself to that level. So I, I, I started listening to the way they talk, the way they did things, the way they delivered, the way they organize themselves. And I started learning from them. And that really helped me to progress uh, in my career, uh, uh, Daniel. I was not favored I, I got my promotions I got my 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 ways of moving forward through my hard work and through my performance. So I understood that but it took me a while to understand why my father ever said that to me because as a woman he was right we just have two choices because I was married right so uh, you just sit at home and enjoy you know the pleasure of your husband you know uh, why you are beating the, around the bush you decide if you have decided to step out then you are the world face it. With all its ups and downs, with all its, uh, you know, whatever it is out there, the challenges, you have to face it, but you have to face it not as a woman. You have to face it as a human, as a person. From the way
0: you speak, I would say that there's a rational component in you and a kind of holistic element. Is this correct? And how did it happen?
1: You know, we all learn from our path and, and our experiences and blessed are those that learn and change and improve themselves from the past. That's what the past is there for. And I don't believe the word failure. You never fail actually, because every time you fall, you learn something new and you get up. So to me, in my vocabulary, there is no such thing as failure, okay? I always say you fail to succeed only. And when you reach you, and what is success? Success is abundance because success doesn't have limitation. That's your unlimited possibilities. That is your unlimitedness. Because when you think that you have really succeeded, no, you reach to that level where you will be a little bit overwhelmed. Then you want to do more. Right. So it does not stop. So what is really a, a success uh, uh to you? Right. So, so for me, my journey, my first years of my 20 years of my, my corporate journey, where I was just an employee, then I, I in the banks and, and I and I built myself and I became a private banker. Then I became a wealth manager. Then I, I went into investment banking, started learning about corporate finance. Uh, you know that whole journey of of moving towards the 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 uh, the, the seniority levels in the corporate world uh, uh, was was cons- had consumed a lot out of me, and and today as I speak to you, many things that I changed in myself is because of the years of of struggle because there was I didn't have a mentor and also. I always believed uh, that that uh, it was embarrassing to ask for help. I always, I was always, you know, like um, I didn't want to show myself. I'm lesser than the others. Ninety nine percent of my work used to be with men, uh, Daniel. And in the corporate world, finance world, it's all men. In the investment world, it is all men. You hardly, hardly uh, see see women. And even if you see them, they are at a very different level. So. So you so so it's almost like uh, uh, you know you see yourself as 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 is incompetent for some reason you know because you you are trying to see that the other person in front of you uh, knows better than you, but guess what? <clears throat> if if I had my thoughts right, you know I would have thought I would have. Pro- change my thoughts and see, okay, I can learn from this person instead of seeing that person as someone that is my competition, for example, or someone that I cannot be of that level, whoever that person is. So so it took me a while and and I had completely uh, frustrated and stressed myself out. I became very, very sick, Danielle. In 2015, I walked out from a very, very high profile job I was a founder and CEO of an investment bank. I just decided to resign, and I have been planning for it for the last more than one year. Because that job, you know, it used to be very stressful for me. I used to travel a lot, and I used to handle more than uh, uh, more than I could I, I could really handle. Um, because sometimes you have to say no as well, right? Um, and I used to, because of my, this attitude and hunger of learning and hunger of, 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 of being passionate and hunger of being, uh, you know, um, ambition, uh, ambitious, you know, and, and being a CEO and a founder of an investment bank was not an an easy task for me, but I, I I, I was in that job for 10 years, but it took a lot out of me, out of me as Sarah. Okay. I produced very good results. The company did very well, uh, and I, I, you know, in the on the contrast, I became very famous. I had few awards. I was I was listed on Forbes Middle East as as hundred top CEOs, uh, Arabian Business. I mean, you name it. You know, for five consecutive years, uh, and you know we were high flying events, conferences, speaking in events, conferences, and you think, oh my God! But everything comes at a cost. Those yes. type of of uh of uh you know uh activities comes at a very very high cost so in the midst of that i had neglected my family neglected my my health neglected so in 2015 daniel i just decided okay enough is enough i don't care uh you know what is gonna happen i didn't have a new job i didn't think i was going to go to a new job i just resigned and I told the chair the the board members that I'm I'm leaving and I've been telling you guys I want to leave and you guys are not allowing me to go but I'm just walking out honestly this is what I did and 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 at that point in time it was considered to be high level of irresponsibility but to me that was like, I, need, I, needed, I, I felt that that's it. You know, it was like something was suffocating me. And I knew that if I didn't take a decision now, Danielle, I'm, I'm going to underperform. The company can, performance can be affected. Because if you are not aligned and tuned with yourself, then your work and everything else, you, it is like a ripple effect. So I said, you better move out very quickly while the company is still in good form, while things are still going well, because if the company goes down, the performance goes down because of your own inability, then it's going to be a problem. So you need to sometimes take decisions. And I took that decision. I left. And Daniel, I used to be so sick all the time until uh, in 2015 in, 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 um, in October, I, I met a guru for the first time in my life. Uh, and, and how I met him, it, it's, it's, so, it's so unbelievable, you know. So I went to the hospital um, and, and I used to be a walking, talking pharmacy because I had so many medications, uh, Danielle. I had a box, you name it. And I would travel with it everywhere because without it, I wouldn't survive um, and I've done yoga before as well, but I was never very, very consistent and I've done many other physical exercises, but it never really, nothing really helped me. Uh, uh, because when you are not, you're, you're sick here, that's it. Your body does not, nothing helps you. So this is very important to get this, uh, your, your head balanced. So, when I came out of the doctors, so they gave me, you know, all these pink, white papers, pink papers, blue papers, you know, the various tests that you need to do. So I went and, and uh, the, the doctor gave me this. So I walked out of there. I threw them all on the side, on the road. I just threw them on the road and I went to my car. And I sat there for about 15 minutes, called my nephew to come and pick me up because I was really very sick. I couldn't drive. And I went home. From that day onwards, Daniel, I never took any medication. Never. From that day onwards. After a few months, I meet this guru. His name is Dr. Pradeep Olal. And he is uh um he is an energy healer, plus he's a yogi. Okay. So so I met him and and he uh and 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 he and he kind of you know uh, I went to see him, and, and that's where my whole life shifted when I met this gentleman. Whole life shifted. Prior to that, I had never met a guru, never tried to seek help, never tried to look for a mentor, never meant for any kind of, uh, of workshops, you know, for my own personal development. Uh, never really uh, took advice, you know, uh, and and things like that, you know. So, so for me, that was really my 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 turning point. Uh, and uh, and you know, and my journey with, with this gentleman is another story altogether, honestly. Daniel, that man has has a major major uh, um, effect on 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 the changes in my life. He guided me, he mentored me, he coached me. His practices that he taught me, you know, related so well with my my understanding. Uh, uh, I learned so many things from him, and and till today, I don't follow or I don't. He doesn't even call us followers. He calls us friends, you know. And if you if you meet him, he's a brilliant guy, um, and and you know. He empowers you and energizes you so much. And what I love about that guy, you know, he just makes sure that you are responsible for bringing the best out of you, nobody else. Nobody else, Daniel. You cannot blame anybody else for your shortfalls or your progress. You and you only are solely responsible for that. You cannot blame anybody for your heartaches, for your pains, for your anxieties, for your stresses, you and you only. And he makes you, gives you that realization and gives you the tools of how to empower yourself and how to move forward with life, irrespective of any challenges that you're going to face. And this is what we need, Daniel, honestly. This is the kind of, of, of empowerment uh, as women, as, we- as men, that we need, honestly, uh, Daniel.
0: Strong of your experience and journey, you recently founded Nisa Soul. What is your purpose and mission with this new company, or shall we call it project?
1: So, so for me, that past experience and calling myself a solution-driven person and making sure that we don't forget ourselves so that's Nisa Soul is all about, that don't mm-hmm. forget. That's why I, I call it, you know, um, it's, a, it's a lifestyle, it's a wellness, but within the corporate world, because I can never uh, get down from my corporate world. My corporate world is part, is a major part of my life, yeah? And, uh, and I've really worked very hard to reach where I am today. And I can share, today I'm at a point where I can share so much, and empower others as well. And I have it naturally in me, Daniela, you know, to, to empower people, to help them to move forward in their careers, in their personal lives. It does not matter to bring that balance that they constantly, that we talk about. Because if you think about it, there is no really such thing as balance, Daniela, as far as I'm concerned. Because to me, on daily basis, you need to deprioritize and prioritize. But in the midst of all this, I tell people, please find that one hour out of your 24 hours that you give to yourself. Please just do that. That should not have an option of priority or deprioritize. So do not Mm -hmm. prioritize and deprioritize you. Do everything else. But that one hour, please keep it for yourself. It could be a time that you're just sitting and reading a book on your own or just being silenced, meditating or doing some yoga for yourself or walking out in the park, going to the beach, sitting in the car and driving, listen to music, whatever inspires you. Do you know that is the most empowering thing you can ever do for yourself? That one particular hour where you completely switch off and disconnect. And be with, with yourself, be with yourself. You will honor your body, you will honor your mind, you will honor your soul, and you will honor who really you are. So when you come out of that transition and you go back to your normal routine, your normal work and, and whatever external, internal responsibilities you have, you will fly, your whole energy will shift you will see, start seeing things in a very, very different way. You will find solutions for things that you've never imagined. I was, I was in the same journey as well, because if you don't do that, the body needs, needs, knows how to take control. And believe me, Danielle, when the body takes control, that's when you're really messed up, really messed up. You become sick, you have blood pressure, you will have sugar problem you'll have physical problem you'll have kidney problems you'll have heart problems you so many that's when the body is retaliating because you did not honor it right so it's getting back to you now it's knocking your head now you see you never took care of me you never thought about me now i will take care of myself by becoming sick and hurting you while i'm this is the best way for me to switch off because think about it, when you're sick, you know, you're already so low, you don't feel like doing anything anyway, right? E- even if you want to do something, you know, it becomes a struggle. That's when your body lets you down. So we don't want to reach to that level. You know, this is what happened to me back there in 2015, that my body was 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 getting to a level. If I would have gone ahead and does those tests, Believe me, Daniel, I would have become a cabbage. I'm not joking. I would have because I already knew I had so many internal issues without even the doctors telling me. I already knew that I had blood pressure problem. I had sugar problem. I had heart problem, You know, I, I, kidney problem. I already knew because I used to get urine infection every second day, third day. Every second day, third day, I used to get urine infection and there's no amount of antibiotics or medicine could help me. I would, I would every four days, five days, go to the hospital, get intervened, you know, to, to, uh, to, to get myself back to normal. One hour, two hours, I'm there, then out of there, then I go back to work again. I don't even think about my health, you know, so, so that. That, so it's important. And for and not all of us are very lucky, Danielle. Some of us become very sick and, and, and we become completely uh, redundant. You know, we, we become di- almost like disabled. Then our families do not relate to us. Our children do not relate to us. They will feel compassion with you, but then they'll get bored out of you. They'll get fed up. So why should we allow ourselves, you know, if we are the super women of this world, why should we allow ourselves to even reach there? How, how you can live a, a, a fulfilled life, I don't call it balanced life, a fulfilled life, whereas you're, you, are, you are honoring yourself and, and you're giving back to your families, your friends and, and, and your colleagues and you're yet, you know, progressing in your businesses, in your careers. You know, how do you live a fulfilled life on day-to-day basis? That is what the essence of Nisa Soul is all about.
0: And what is the meaning of Nisa Soul? I know that in ancient Greek, Nisa means pure, holy, purified. Is it intentional?
1: So for me, when I was looking for uh, an empowering um, uh, name for the company, for this company that I I established, I was looking something that really represented uh, 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 a woman, because to me, a woman is a universe. To me personally, I see a woman as a universe, because a woman uh, brings life. You know there is a purpose why God made us brothers. You know we carry, um, uh, you know uh, we, we carry a life in our in our stomach for nine months. You know we are so so I, I always think ourselves as 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 universe. In Quran, uh, our holy book, there is a chapter which is called Nisa uh so it's 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 a chapter that has been dedicated to a woman and all on all the 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 the, the special things uh of a woman i was really inspired by by that you know and 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 uh, and how should she be respected? How she should be treated? What she is all about? You know what her, what are her, her flaws? What are her beautiful things? So many things has been said in that chapter about a woman, and this is God's uh, you know God speaking about a woman, right? So we do we do carry um, uh, we are very close uh, uh, to our God. Um uh, you know, we have many, many belief systems where they say, you know men are favored more than, than, than women in religion. I disagree with that completely, uh, because I believe uh, we are we are very, very close to God, and God lives in us because He has chosen us to bring life to this world. Uh, and that is that, that is the most beautiful thing. Uh, I mean, you, when you're pregnant and, and when you have that baby in your hand, how, which are the words you that can express that? There are no words, that feeling, no one can express it in a word. It is so, so beautiful. You know, when, when your, 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 your child is drinking the milk out of your bosom, I mean, come on, how can you express that, you know, in, in, in words, it's it's a feeling that only you and your divine understands. Nobody else can ever, ever explain that. Uh, so when you are so special and you've been given this, then how come, you know, we don't think of ourselves uh, like that? So Nisa represents, uh, you know, the essence uh, of a woman in, in, in Hebrew, in the ancient Egypt, in the ancient Italian languages. I, 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 I went very much to research this Nisa, not just in the Arabic, in Persian it is a feminine energy that balances the universe. Ultimately, that's the essence of Nisa.
0: Sarah, at this point, let me ask you our paramount question. What does unlimited mean to you?
1: It's the limitless possibilities. <laughs> and, and, and it is a limitless possibilities. If we think that we have just, we have done enough, we have not even scratched the surface, Danielle. There is so much out there. And, and we as humans, we are capable of, of anything we set our mind on. It's just that, like I said, sometimes we overwhelm ourselves and, and we have these habits of, 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 of uh, you know, trying to, to take tasks and trying to finish, you know. It's like those deadlines, you know, is so important that, that it's like your life depends on it. But guess what? Your life doesn't depend on it. I'm so sorry to say that it really doesn't. The only thing will happen you will end up frustrating yourself. You'll end up making your body sick and your mind sick. You know, and that will only bring your your level of of uh, of uh, of performance down. It's not going to empower you. You know, so so why, you know, they, don't get so overwhelmed with these deadlines. Like I said, you know what cannot be done and undone today can be done and undone tomorrow as well. It doesn't matter.
0: At times I forget that this is a podcast interview. I feel like I could listen to you for hours and I'm truly finding everything you say extremely relatable. So thank you so much, Sarah.
1: I like to speak so people can, can can relate to themselves. I like to speak so people, so, we, so women or men can understand that there is, that we are unlimited possibility, you know, and I love that word. That's why I related to you so well, because that's my, my true belief as well, you know, that, that we are. But it's just that we need to mm-hmm. always learn to, to, to balance ourselves and, uh, and you know, uh, uh, and, and honour ourselves on a day-to-day basis, you know, and live a fulfilled life.
0: Well, I surely feel fulfilled after speaking to you, Sarah. So once again, thank you so much for joining us today and for your support to Unlimited with your incredible and powerful and inspiring words. I'm so happy
1: for, for for this opportunity and, you know, uh, and I congratulate you on this wonderful platform Uh, and you need to bring more and more, uh, you know, people on board and more and more women on board and listen to their stories because we are super women.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening. We hope you found it inspiring and fulfilling. Please subscribe to Unlimited on your favorite podcast app so you won't miss out on our next stories. To learn more about our content, please log on to our website and follow us at unlimited.me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter and help us building a truly Unlimited community. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Dr. Gandhi, for being with us today and welcome to Unlimited. You are an Indian national, born and raised in Dubai, educated in the UK, active around the world. Where do you say you are from? What is the meaning of nationality and country in your life? You have created one of the most powerful brands in the education scene in the Gulf. What brought you to work in the education field? What is the purpose that motivates you every day? What do you think makes British Orchard Nursery different from other child nurseries? You have received tens of awards in the last few years. Can you tell us what has been the most fulfilling moment in your career so far? Talking about COVID-19 for a moment. How has the crisis impacted the way you conceive children's education today? What are your plans for the immediate and long-term future? You have accomplished so much. Is there a dream you did not fulfill yet? You have accomplished so much. Do you have a dream you did not fulfill yet? And now, the question we always ask our guests. What does the word unlimited mean to you? Thank you so much, Dr. Gandhi. It's been a pleasure talking to you today.